Get, get ready to turn that shit off and t- t- turn this shit up. R- Rap Games the Podcast is now live, live with, with, with real convos and real insights, t- t- touching bases with who and what you love to stream with Man Man, Grind Hard, and D- DJ Young Sean. Yo, 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 DJ Young Sean checking in, and I got my brother with me. Man, man, grind the fuck hard, checking in. And today we got a special guest. Today we got a content creator from YouTube, a 2K content creator. Um, special guest, can you introduce yourself today? It's your boy Juice, man. You already know the vibes. How long have you been doing this uh, this, this content creator? A little bit over 10 years. I say 10 years. So within them 10 years, like, have you ever um, did anything outside of 2K? Oh, yeah, I do plenty of things outside of 2K. Like, like 2K was more like a hobby that turned into an income. But I still do, like, a whole bunch of different stuff. Like, I tweet about different stuff all the time. Like You said 2K became a payroll, right? What made you start doing the 2K? And, like, in one, what point in your... Your content career, did you notice like it was picking up to make it a payroll? It was around, I want to say like pretty much my boy Jay Rain really got me heavy into 2K with the 2K11 crew mode. And he was uploading our clips to his YouTube page. I'm looking like, oh, that's kind of dope. Like, I want to do that. And when I started doing that, I got a couple hundred subscribers. I want to say around like 2K13. I attempted to uh, make content. I seen QJB, K Spader in them. So going to 2K14, I was like, bump it. Like, let me try to make this work. And then I, I pretty much made some money. I ain't, even, I ain't. I think my first check was like $30 or whatever. I was like, oh, it's not like, let me keep going and see where, where it takes me for real. But at that time, it still was like a, like a hobby to me. Like, it wasn't no trying to make this my job type stuff. No, for sure. I feel it. I feel it. So you seen your first $30 check. You know, you was like, fuck it. Like, go full fledged. Make this a career. Not a career, but put more time into it to see how much more money you can get out of it. Yeah, like, because it, it was me and my boy, my, me and my boy Sean, like, we was pretty much just in a Skype call, playing 2K, playing Call of Duty. Because that was really, like, my first my first angle on trying to make it on YouTube was Call of Duty. But I really wasn't that good yet. But, you know, with edits, you can make yourself look better than what you really are. And then when I got crossed over to that 2K side, like, things started to pick up. For shit show, for shit show. So, like this, so this the second time we done heard somebody bring up Call of Duty around 2K. So that's dope. Oh God, and Call of Duty is trash, bro. Like what? No, don't do that. Don't do that, gang. Don't do that. Shit, trash, bro. Yo, so did you ever upload any Call of Duty videos, or you just straight 2K? Oh nah, it was Call of Duty video. That's that's why my name, my original name was Body Bag Five One Three because my name had to fit the what I was posting. And when I cross over to 2K. Actually, I crossed over to Madden first, cause I got my biggest check when I was playing Madden, and not not to not to claim anything, but I started a lot of a lot of trends that's that's going crazy today. But like what? Talk about it. That what that that what if that what if content? I was the original person that ever made what if content. I had a series that I I was influenced by off of NFL.com, cause every day at school it was a series called NFL. And pretty much it was a dude breaking down what if this happened in the NFL. So like, oh snap, let me bring that to Madden. And I made two videos on Madden called NFL, NFL. And it was about uh what was it? It was RG3 and um Andrew Luck. 
And then I made one about the the uh, Ravens Super Bowl, which ended up actually happening the very next season. If you go on that, I don't even think I got that video public no more. But pretty much that in that that what if content, I was like one of the original people that ever made that content on YouTube in general. Like those checks bought me my iPhone. I think it was the iPhone five at the time. Like I bought the iPhone Cash. Like I made so much money off that series. I think it's like my first hundred thousand view video. Then I converted to the two K side. So you was already making money on YouTube before you even started, like with the two K. In in a way, yeah. Like, cause I I've always been a football guy over basketball. So like Madden, I played Madden since I was three years old. So like Madden was like something I tried. But like I said, when I got to that QJB K Spader and them content, I was like, oh snap, let me hop on see what this two K about. Like, I knew who QJB was before I knew who. I didn't even say it like that. I don't know who Chris Smooth was, but I was watching Chris Smooth Call of Duty content. I wasn't watching this 2K. But I'm going to say QJB and them, that, that whole Full House group, was the reason why I came to 2K side. Because of their creativity, the, the group content. Um, shoot, even iPod videos, like, that was the reason why I came to the 2K side. I'm looking like, oh, this is dope. I've already playing 2K10, my player. Let me create a... Um, uh, my career series because they doing it this look fire like nah that's hard the, the fact that you even gave them props for you know what i'm saying like where you got some of your motivation was starting because a lot of niggas don't do that shit bro like everybody swear they just came off the head nah. you know like nah it like influence is a real thing and i love to hear niggas give credit for their influence or whatnot hey you brought up um uh, full house with k spade we didn't even get to talk to k spade about that for the listeners out there, can you kind of like explain what Full House was back then? Yeah, Full House pretty much was like a a content create a content creating group. They collabed on contents and they also had their own individual exclusive content on that Full House channel. So if they want to post any game, they can post it showing their point of view. But it was just just a collective of people just making good content. To be honest, like genuine homies. It was all gaming related. Uh, it started off a gaming related, but I know they branched out, started doing podcasts and some other stuff. You making content, um, you getting paid from it. Um, I watched like I want to say it could it could be your first video, it could be one of your first one, but I know for sure it said ten years ago it was a two K video. How did you learn how to advance your content from then to now? Like from the recording process, like over the years, I know stuff done changed at Gatos and all type of stuff came out. Like, what was your process then to now? I gotta give credit to my boy Kuda. Like, Kuda, the reason why I know how to use Photoshop, I know how to edit. He the reason why I even bought a Mac. Like, cause he was already had all that stuff when I met him. He pretty much put me on everything: how to edit, how to mod GTA, how to do Photoshop. He did read like his editing skills. I still couldn't even do it if he taught me how to do it today. Like he was, he was just so advanced, and I was just like, "Damn, I want to just do an ounce of that." So when I watch his content, and also Jesser, I still got a DM from like 2014, 2015. I DM just like, "Bro, thank you for pushing the uh, the creativity for the 2K community because like for a while like we was all just uploading basic content like pretty much just talking over video barely had any instrumentals barely any sound effects i feel like kuda and jesser was like the two pioneers for like that type of top tier quality and i try to match it but in my own style pretty much like you said kuda taught you how to edit yeah kuda was the first 2k youtuber in the 2k league right am i tripping he was the first one like with a yeah, name he was 
He was the first one with a name, and he, and he won the first year. So, yeah, shout out to my boy. How did relationship start? I met Kuda when he was like 13. I met Kuda since I was like the first year I started YouTube, though. Okay. I met him, I think, mutually through uh, Stacks. You name dropping every OG 2K YouTuber from the 10 up, bro. God damn. So, you was right there in the mix with all the, like, the original 2K community. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, pre like pretty much like the 2013, yeah, I was there. At what point your shit started moving? The moment my content started moving was the moment I moved out. <laughs> when I moved out into my own space, because when I was at home, like, I was just pretty much just, you know, working at Home Depot, third shift, come home, wake up, work on, you know, do my classes. I had online college classes. And then, like, one day I came off, pretty much, I'm going to break it down like this. One day I came home from work. I went to bed. I'm getting off work at 4, 5 a.m. I come home. I go to sleep at 6. I want to say I woke up randomly like at 8 a.m. House on fire. Like, I go down to the kitchen, like, cold kitchen in flames. I get the dog. I go outside. I call 911. Boom. And I'm sitting back thinking, like, damn. I glad I saved my setup. Like, my whole setup could have just got messed up. But um, pretty much, long story short, when that had happened, like, I had paused my college classes, like, Cause now I'm about to, I gotta go somewhere and I ain't got internet, so I can't even take my classes. So I am turning, you know, taking a pause on my classes to the point I just completely dropped out of college. Like I said, bump it. Two months later, my mama went her own way. I went my own way, got me my first apartment. And when I got my first apartment, I told my job like, all right, I'm working full time now because I gotta make this make this rent money. What I didn't know was. Now that I got time to upload, I was going to be able to make my rent money in like a week or two. Like, <laughs> and from that point on, like I'd never seen a bad check and <laughs> I pretty much was set. I was like, bump it. I told my job going back to part time, like don't even make me a full time, you know, work your third shift. Just keep me on my 25 hours a week and I'm going to focus on this YouTube. And yeah, like it was up from there. That was around like 2K16. Going into, yeah, 2K16, about to be 2K17. So even though your shit was moving and you was making money off the YouTube, you still kept your regular job? Man, it took me so long to quit my job, bro, because even to this day, bro, this don't feel real. Like, me playing a video game to make money would never feel real to me because I want to say, the only people that's close to me even know this, the year that I made $100,000, I was still on food stamps. Sheesh. That sound like balling to me. I ain't gonna lie. Free that's, food, that's how, <laughs> hundred racks, and you getting free food. Yeah, that, that that that's how quick that's how quick this YouTube stuff can change. Like I swear to God on everything I love. I still got my food stamp card money on there to this day. <laughs> but like I'd have kept swiping that bit. Nah, like I, but I had to call like because like they check up on you like every six months to make sure you know see if your situations ever change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me personally, like I had told them like nah, I don't even need it no more. But like they they still kept the balance on there and like pretty much like. I want to say, like, I started making money in 2016. I moved to my first apartment. My rent was only 475 Like, I had a lick. Like, mm -hmm. I found the apartment. Rent 475 The It's only, it's a uh, four unit. The other three units had old people in there. I was straight, like, and it was a street from my job at Home Depot. So, I was going to work, coming home, boom, 475 As long as I made that 475 I was straight. Oh, yeah, when you asked me was I kept working, it took me till 2K19 to, no, yeah, it was the summer of 2K19. That's when I finally quit my job. Mind you, I was seeing $8,000 a month checks, 
tanked out. I did, bro. I, it did not feel real that I was making money off of YouTube. So you kind of kept your job as a security blanket, even though like at that point, that shit really wasn't needed. It was never because like, I was only working three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And like, as long as I made I think twelve hundred dollars off of YouTube, like I was straight. Hey, I'm glad you said that because a lot of people like when they start their game and shit, they just feel like you know I got a computer, I got a game. I can just hop on and just start this grind and whatnot, but you gotta have something to fall back on, bro. Like, Facts. if not, like, not not only you gotta have something to fall back on, but you gotta have like you gotta kind of have some leeway to really put the time in that you need to do it, or else you know you just be on a crazy grind where you working a full time job and trying to do this game and shit. Cause this game and shit for it to work, it take a lot of time, especially nowadays with the way social media moving, bro. You gotta always stay in the mix. I was I was the opposite. I was working at fucking, when my YouTube started going crazy, I was working at Sam's Club. And I hadn't even been working there that long. It was just a job I got because I was broke, bro. And and I my mindset was, bro, as soon as I get a YouTube check, there's more than this Sam's Club shit, I'm done. Like, I ain't ever coming back in this bitch. And right before bro. 2K17 came out, I got that check. And I'm like, yeah, it's over with. We done. Bro, I remember, I remember everything done. I typed in, your videos popped up. Every tutorial, like... He was going crazy with the tutorials on 2K17. But it was a make or break time, though, because it's like, I ain't had nothing else to fall back on. I knew once that check came, then I'm going 100% with it or whatnot. So so you say yeah, like, you, you work your job to, to 19? It was like the summer of 2K19, like going into 2K19, I finally quit my job. And the only reason I quit my job was because like my, my manager, he was telling me he was going to day shifts. And I was, and pretty much they was going to take our headphones away. We was no longer going to be able to uh, wear headphones at night. Cause all because somebody got hit by a forklift. They ain't die or nothing like that. They got hit by a forklift, listening to music because they wasn't paying attention. And they was like, yeah, y'all no longer going to be able to listen to music. And I'm going to the day shift. So y'all might have a different manager that's going to have a different set of rules. And I was like, bump, I put my two weeks in. Like, He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. Like, I was like, honestly, I'm just working just to work and also to keep my body active because, you know, you sit down gaming. Yeah. You're going to start gaining weight. Facts. Them night shifts, probably just go in at 10 o'clock. I just leave the house at 9.50, get there exactly like 10 o'clock with my headphones on, listen to some Uzi or something. I'll be done by one. That means I got three hours of free time for the rest of the day before I go home. Like, like I was really that type of worker. They was trying to put me on. The path to be management, make the, the guarantee 50K a year. And I was looking like, bro, I, I can't do this. Like, like I like working, but I don't like burning my body out. All the while, your YouTube jumping. YouTube going, like I said, going, I ain't going to say it's going crazy yet, because that wasn't even my, my best year. That was just like the start of it. Like, I was making enough money to cover my rent and do whatever I want to do. Cause like I said, my rent, 475 Internet bill, like 100 Phone bill, 65 Gas and electric, like 120 you make a basically once I made a band like my bills was clear for the month. The the numbers that YouTubers and streamers is making now, like bro, I remember seeing my first check like off YouTube it was like ten. Nah, I ain't gonna say my first, but like a big check off YouTube for me was like ten thousand. And I'm looking at this shit like, bro, I remember I cried. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm finna be rich. Like, and it wasn't shit. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't shit. Like now they signing contracts for millions of dollars and shit like that. How you feel about the the change from what you say you started like 16 to now with the amount of uh, revenue that like streamers and YouTube was bringing in. Uh, I gotta say, I love it. Like I love it. Cause 
before we even before we even get into that topic. Now we're gonna I'll say this topic for a later moment. Bit. But I'm gonna bring up uh 2K18. This is why I also I want all content creators to basically explore all different platforms because 2K18, I was lucky enough to make three streams. I had three, maybe four streams where I, you know, I let them go public and become videos. You know, when you stream, you got a couple hundred viewers. Mm. You make it public, that video might turn into like 50,000 views. My uh, manager at full screen hit me up in like November. He was like, yes, yeah, opportunity. Facebook looking to open up a streaming platform, right? And me thinking, I'm reading Facebook. I'm looking like, bro, forget Facebook. I ain't worried about no Facebook. I see iPod agent post a uh, tweet like a month later. How they had this Facebook streaming, uh, Facebook streaming you know, convention. I'm like, oh, that's kind of dope. Wait, this is what my manager was talking about? Hold on, let me look into this. Hit my manager. He made me sign an NDA. He said... Oh, Facebook looking for some content creators to stream for six figures exclusively or 70-something thousand. It was 72,000 for six of uh, 72,000 for a year. Non-exclusive. I said, what? Oh, let me get all that, bro. <laughs> let me get all that. And yeah, man, me, iPod, agent is a couple more people. I got my boy Berg on there. It was like I tried to get my boy stacks a uh, contract and yeah, all because of two K eighteen. I streamed Park like four times, bro. Four times, and them videos did enough numbers to give me a Facebook contract. I like I ain't gonna lie, bro. <laughs> when 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 that Facebook hit and I couldn't get my non marketable ass on Facebook, bro. I was I ain't gonna lie. I ain't like a lot of y'all YouTube niggas off of that shit. Because I knew y'all was getting a bag off of Facebook, bruh. And I could, not, I could not find the plug. Now, I ended up getting a little small one, like, during the tail end, bruh. But yeah. when y'all was getting it good, bruh, oh, my God, bruh. Like, but, and, and this is where I be somebody thinking, like, bro, if content creators knew the power that they have, when they be getting these sponsorship offers, man, y'all be selling yourself short. Like, it's so many bags that I get offered, and I see them again a year or six months later. It's like way less, not because the numbers are different. It's because so many people took less bags that these companies feel like they comfortable lowballing everybody. And it's crazy. I don't even want to talk about what my Facebook bag was, but it was nowhere near close to six figures. I'm, I, I ain't going to lie. They offered me a, a third. Like I had left after I did one year. I had signed for one year. I took a year off and came back. And what they try to offer me, I'm looking like, bro, this is nowhere near how that first one was. I would never take this. They talk about 120 hours for like four or five bands like 120 hours a month but that first that first year we had to stream 20 times for two hours a month 20 times for two hours they didn't know what <laughs> streaming was they was just, they just had the bag it kind of they kind of played themselves if you think about it in the long run because i don't even think they don't even have that system in play no more to be honest oh no nah. like, it's, oh, com nah. it's completely different now and like when i when i, when I got rid of that bag like well, i ain't gonna say i got rid of it when that bag finally closed up I reached out to Caffeine. Caffeine was like, oh, we're not looking for no content creators right now. Yada, yada, yada. 2K21 about to come out. They hit me up. They was like, well, you still looking at the, the stream on our platform? I said, yeah. They was like, all right, schedule, let's schedule a, uh, a, um, a schedule an interview for like next Monday or whatever. Sit down, talk with the guy. 
he was like, how many, you know, live viewers do you think you can have? I was like, I don't know. You know, going from YouTube to a different platform, I don't know how many numbers I could bring over here, but I can try. So they gave me, they offered me a contract with incentives. I think like every 10 viewers, not every 10 viewers, but every 10 signups, you get like an extra $50 or something like that. Man, that contract was so lit. I streamed for what, five months over there. Guaranteed bag. Only had to stream for 20 hours a month. <laughs> it's like, but these contracts you can get as a content creator is crazy. Like, it's crazy. So let's talk about that Mo, Mo and Dip, right? So you yeah. you reached out to Caffeine on some, yep. like, okay, this is what I got. I'm trying to come to y'all platform. Yeah, because pretty much, like, when I know iPod got the Facebook back or whatever, and I see how iPod move, you know, iPod at so many different events. Nah, iPod gave me quick advice on, like, bro, you got to carry yourself like this. You got to tell them what you want, like, to this company. You got to let them know, like, what connections you got, this and that. iPod really gave me some, you know, how to be a brand, you feel me? Because nah, a lot of uh, uh, content creators, for some reason, I don't know why, especially on Twitter, it's not cool to play tough on Twitter, bro. <laughs> like it's like it's cool to be from the hood, this and that, but you don't have to be tough if you're trying to be a brand. Mm-hmm. Cause these brands do not care where you're from. They really don't. I'm gonna keep that a hundred. Like that's why I don't brag about being from this hood or like, come on, man. Brands do analyze what you say on Twitter and they will reach out if they wanna do some brand like work, like they wanna do some collabs. That's why honestly to this day. I have monthly sponsorships. I, I try to keep it clean as much as possible. And like when Caffeine reached out, you know, when I reached out to Caffeine and they came back to me, they looked at the interaction on Twitter. They looked at um, Instagram followers, even though I've never posted on Instagram. Um, Yeah, just all that. Like they look at everything, bro. Yeah, it's crazy that you bring that up because me and me and Sean, we were just talking about um, my Twitter handle. I actually changed it. I just Sean, I don't even think I said nothing to you about it, but I ended up changing it because it was tweeting as nigga for a while. But it's like just going into this podcast space. I already knew that I needed to be way more marketable before, uh, yeah. like way before now. But I ain't to be completely honest, bro. I didn't, I didn't care. But like talking to you, talking to iPod, talking to Sean, and just like a lot of other OGs, like bro, being marketable, like. Damn where you came from and trying to put on for where you came from, bro. Like, like you said, the brands don't care. Like, they they literally do not care, bro. And if you want to go to that next level, like, you had to present yourself a certain type of way. And I don't know. It yeah. took me way longer than it should to, to finally get that. But, like, yeah, we on that now. Yeah, because, like, that's why I said, like, my original name was Bodybag513. Went to 2K. You know, I still had that name for a few minutes, for a little minute. But... After a while, I started sitting back thinking, like, bro, I got to change my name. Like, body bag with 2K, that don't even make any sense. Like, this is basketball. If we can talk about contact dunks, body bag shouldn't even be used or whatever. <laughs> so that's why I, I kind of renamed my mop. I kind of renamed my channel after my mop player that was getting the views. So I was looking like, fuck, you run with Juice Man. I can't think of no other name. You're going to run with Juice Man. Bump it. You mentioned full screen. What, what, what year did full screen come into play? I signed with full screen when I started making money. 
So yeah, it was around 2K16. I had a, a 70-30 contract for the first year. Second year, got an 85-15. And after that, I had a 90-10. Yo, when I first heard of 90-10 splits, bro, I thought that shit was unrealistic. I did not think that it really existed, bro. I was man. so, man, they was playing me on them 70-30s, bro. And when I heard of 90-10, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's lit. Hey, I, shout out to that boy, uh, Lawson Unbound. His, like, he, when Lawson Unbound started eating, he had his little manager. He told me about his new contract. I reached out. His manager re restructured my contract two like two months in. That seventy thirty only lasted like two months. I already had an eighty five fifteen. Like after talking to him for like two minutes in a uh, Skype call, and he gave me a sign up bonus of three thousand. Like it, man. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> it was I just so lit, bro. <laughs> so many sign up bonus. I I missed the MCN YouTube days, bro, where you could uh, and a lot of YouTubers didn't know that. Shout out Phantom. Phantom put me on game about them signing bonuses early. I seen everybody signing with Curse, and I felt like everybody was getting finessed. Because I'm like, bro, the YouTuber, the YouTuber that you signed on is getting a cut. Like, that's how I viewed it. I didn't know yep. signing bonuses was a thing. I didn't even know you could restructure the contract that the MCNs came to you with. And Phantom, Phantom ended up, uh, he showed me one of the signing bonuses he got. Now, at this time, his, his numbers were way smaller than mine. So I'm like, bro, if you can get that, I know I can get this. So, bro, I literally hit up every small MCM in my DM. Like, bro, I need XYZ. I ain't signing because I can't bring in blah, 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 bro. And like you said, bro, all them contracts start getting restructured, bro. Bro, it's, <laughs> it's just so much stuff. Like, it, it's crazy to see just how the game changed. Like, it's just crazy to see it. What made you start incorporating the PC2K in your content? Uh, pretty much I started doing like the PC mods when I feel like I kind of, I kind of like hit like a, a creation wall. Like, damn, like I'm doing the same basic mod career. I'm seeing these modders implement the new rookies into the game or they got the college aspect of it. Like I had to, I had to hop on the PC wave. Like the mods to me, it's what keeps me going because if I ain't having fun with it, then it's like, I'm done with it. Like, and me, I still got creative ideas that I still can make while just trying to have fun with youtube like nah i feel that because uh a lot of times shit this shit do get boring when you know that you don't feel like they implement enough for you to keep you know keep active and keep being entertained yeah like it's just all about trying to like because everybody got their own imagination and when you could just picture or what type of videos you you want to make but the game only offers so much it's kind of hard to keep going like but yeah these pc mods i'll be having ideas like every other month i got videos that's that you got to invest in so much like it's a video i want to drop so bad but it's like i don't want to drop it because now like i'm clout chasing or whatever but i might drop it anyway like because <laughs> it's so creative like it ain't even been done yet it ain't even been done yet i say do it shit. you might start a whole new way oh no man i'm looking to it <laughs> <laughs> I just don't just don't mess up the bag. Just just make sure that it adds to the bag. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. You've been playing 2K for 10 years. What what 2K was your favorite and what made it your favorite? I wanna say I've been playing 2K since 2K5. She I really got to 2K heavy at 2K7 when, when I had the PS3 day one. But my favorite 2K it's like that them 17 days. Them 17 days just hit so different. Even though that's the year I blew up my biggest, I don't even I don't even claim that's my favorite 2K off of the success I had. 
it's more of just those memories, like those memories with the homie streaming, the laughing, the the superstar one grind, like all that makes that two K seventeen just so special. Like for sure, that 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 goes back to what K Space said. It goes back to those the favorite memories will make a game your favorite. Two K always had its problems. Like every year, people say every year that that, that you currently in, people say that two K is trash. Like they do that every year. Like. I got a very vivid memory. Like people in like sixteen, people in like seventeen. Well, people did like sixteen until patch six. Then seventeen came out. Everybody was mad. It was the same parks, but we all grew to end up loving that two K. Eighteen, yeah, that was like a general two K that nobody really liked for real because the neighborhood environment wasn't good. But nineteen was a W, especially the dribbling. But yeah. So I was gonna ask you what 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 makes you keep playing two K after all these years, but for shit show you already said like your creative space and you switching it up and actually getting into the mods. Yeah, like, what, I mean, what what keeps me into 2K, though, like, first of all, like, I'm, I'm a sports fanatic. I love basketball. I love football. And, like, 2K, in my opinion, give us the... give us the best option to monetize what we like. You feel me? Like, we all like playing a game. We get to hop on the game and actually make money from it. And like the fact that I can still make money from it 10 years later, it's like, why stop? I can still go in other avenues. Nothing stopping me from going in other avenues, which I do. But posting 2K, I still, I still can, you know, keep going. Like, why, why stop here? Especially if I'm in the house, like, it ain't nothing else to do but make money. Like, now I feel it. Like, this is my next adventure, like trying to make more money from the crib, um, using all the equipment that I do have. And um, and it keeps you out the way of you know the dumb stuff, uh, violence, you know, all the other possibilities in life you could run into just by being out. Yeah, I was that's a fact. Cause like out of all my, <laughs> out of all my siblings, I'm the only person that never been in jail. All because Jeez. I I decided to stay in the house and play the game. Now as a kid, yeah, I was always outside coming to the house around seven eight o'clock. When I could come in the house, it was game time. As I got older. You know, my my older siblings, you know, they was in the streets or whatever. Nah, I got older. And once I got out of high school, like, I was just trying to work, go to college. Then YouTube happened. So now I'm just in the crib. Like, <laughs> if I'm outside, like, I'm going to, like, uh, an event type something. Like, I ain't going to say the event, but, like, going out to eat or going to a carnival or something like that. Like, I'm not just outside to be sitting on the, on, on the side doing nothing. Like, nah. Them porch days over with. <laughs> For sure. You enjoying life. You going to the movie, going on, you know, having a, a lunch date or something. I mean, I've been living in the same city, the same neighborhoods my whole life. I know how everything moving, how everybody moving them. Like that's not right, that right. one for me. That that leads into my next question. Um, who is Juice Man outside of 2K? Um, like, do you play anything else? Uh, you know, what state, city you from? Like, give give anybody some type of personal insight. Man, Juice Man outside of YouTube. One one thing I always tell people when I walk outside these doors, I don't even know what YouTube is. Like, when I walk outside my house, I take off that YouTube cap. I don't know who Juice Man is. I don't know who YouTube. I don't know even know. I better even know what Two K is because. At that point, I'm just me, like, and pretty much, I'm pretty much the same person, you know. I love my music. I love my 2K sport. I mean, I love basketball. I love my football, especially my football. Like, 
nobody's gonna stop the Bengals, you feel me? But like, yeah, man. Just a family man that that's just that live life on respect, to be honest. Like I respect everybody. I don't fear nobody, but I respect everybody. Like For sure that, for sure that. Uh what's uh Juice Man like hometown or state? Oh, we we live in the city of Cincinnati, Ohio, right by the Bengals Stadium. <laughs> Come on, man. For sure that, for sure that. What in the community in the community can be better and um what would you tell your younger self? We're trying to impress these uh, egg accounts. Like people be tweeting crazy stuff just for interaction. Like people, cr- people literally will tweet something negative just to get likes, and it's so weird to me. Like, bro, you want attention that bad? I don't know. It's always been weird to me. Like, I mean, I get trolling or whatever, but like when you start coming for people personally or messing up your own bag, it always been weird to me. That's why you would never see me tweet, "Oh, two K is ass," or "This and this is ass," because. One thing I always said, you start tweeting to your audience that 2K is ass, you're going to turn off all those little kids that watch your content and then you get mad at your views drop. So now you're making less money. It never made sense to me. Like, why just not tweet something critical? Like, oh, 2K, can you patch this or patch that or this is messing up the game? Like, they even got a whole Discord for, you know, people to hit up 2K directly to adjust the game. Like, I don't know. That's just weird to me. But what would I tell my younger self? That I am all I ever needed. I'll probably say something like that. Because I, I kind of proved that I never needed nobody. Because when I was doing YouTube, when I started YouTube, outside of Stack, Sean, Rain, YG, like the homies I, I, I kind of bonded with, playing a game with, I never told nobody I was doing YouTube. Nobody in my family, nobody, nothing. I kind of just did it. And to this day, 90% of my family don't even know what I do for a living because I don't broadcast nothing. I stay to myself. Like I'd be around all my family. They would never know what I do. And I'm just, a, I also too, I always, my mama always raised me to never depend on nobody. So I have no expectations with people. So it's either I'm going to get it myself or I'm never going to have it. So yeah, it was just one of those things that I always say, like, you just don't need nobody but yourself. I can agree to that. I can definitely yeah, agree sure. to that. Like, I feel like, when I hit like, um, I don't know. I feel like I never really been consistent like for long periods of time when it's come to like creating content and trying to like upload videos or whatnot. But when I yeah. have like my most consistent streaks or when I'm like, when I feel like I'm in my bag on some creative shit, like where I had to isolate myself. Like I had to block off Twitter, Instagram, everything. Like it ain't no other YouTubers. It ain't no other content creators, bro. It's just me. Like That's a fact. So That's I, a fact. I had to go in that bubble. And I feel like every time I come out that bubble and try to be like, you know, more cordial with the community or whatnot, like my content to a certain extent, it, it ain't even produced at that point. Like I, I don't even focus on my content at that point. So you definitely have to isolate yourself in order to do this or whatnot. Or just have a bunch of like-minded individuals around you, which is also very hard to find nowadays. That that's why I always tell people, bro. I had the same friends, even my even my IRL friends. I had the same IRL friends since I was ten years old. To this day, I have like even coming to the YouTube world, had the same homies since the beginning. Stacks, Hoodie Sean, J Rain, YG. You can say the whole full house. Like I can say all them. Actually, that's my like, my extended family. Like especially my boy Jones. My boy Jones told me how to be creative. Cooler, like. Yep, Eric Jones, like he's the reason why I started doing GTA. Like, um, 
you know, even my even Cash, bro. Like Cash, Cash Nasty, bro. Like that's top two YouTube content creator of all time to me. Him and uh, my boy Kevin Edwards. Kevin Edwards was like the very first YouTuber that I really was like watching on a daily. But then Cash Nasty, it's something he said during the um the early days before he even blew up. He said something like. I forgot what he said. I don't even want to paraphrase it, but he said something that I will always remember when it comes to just life, like and just saying his his growth was just it's always gonna be incredible. Like Cash Nasty grow up, I wasn't grow up, <laughs> glow up is like bro, that shit historical. Like the way that he Crazy. grinded, like at a time when streaming wasn't really a thing. Like Cash was that nigga, and he was streaming and uploading a video, not just a regular video, bro, a edited video. <laughs> That was saying, bro. thought out planned every single day while he working a job. Like a, he said he uploaded like a thousand videos in a row, never missed a day while working full time at Walmart, bro. My man cried at having 600 subs on Twitch. 600 subs on Twitch today is nothing. Sheesh. It's nothing. <laughs> like, shout out I said that video favorite it. <laughs> Shout out Cash Nasty, real OG in this 2K shit. I ain't gonna even say 2K shit, real OG when it come to this internet space. Like, he knocked down a lot of doors for individuals. Like a us. lot of doors, bro. A lot of doors. I also want to speak on what you was talking about, like having the right people around you. Like, that's very important to have like minded people around you. Because if you got people around you that have no goals, they will always distract you from your goals. Like, it's as simple as that. I want to touch on something you, you brought up earlier when, when he first asked, like, what you do? Uh, you said you do a lot of things outside of uh, gaming. What's some of the other shit that you went to besides the gaming and the 2K? Uh, gaming and the 2K, I mean, I, I, put my, I put my hand in different types of lanes of making money. Like, I got a tweet that I put out probably over a year ago or whatever. And, like, I be wanting to tweet about ways to make money to twitter but i just know the people that probably follow me just don't really care so i kind of just keep those those gems to myself because around 2k 16 2k 17 i made a free twenty eight thousand dollars re-uploading vine compilations like when vine put out a tweet saying that they better shut down the servers i went on my phone and watched all the videos videos i used to like and i made a compilation of king batch uh purple slurp dude it was a couple other people and like i was making money off of that because back then on youtube you could monetize a channel as soon as you create it man those videos getting millions of views hundreds of thousands of views i made it like 28 i'd say 28 something thousand dollars bro off of that before king bash uh copyrighted those videos and stuff like that like and what i mean to say this to now like i give i try to give advice to people like, bro, y'all be on TikTok every single day. I be on TikTok every day. And I've tweeted a month ago. I'm like, bro, if y'all be on TikTok every day, why don't y'all make non-copyrighted content? Well, download the non-copyrighted content and re-upload it in compilations. Like, it's thousands of dollars there. It's videos and YouTube channels out there every single day that have no face, no voice on it, and it makes people thousands of dollars. Shoot, hundreds, six figures, millions, like <laughs> so much money on YouTube is disgusting. <laughs> Don't just limit yourself to just trying to be the face of a YouTube channel with just your content. Like there's other revenues and other ways that you can make money in the social media space besides putting so a face much. on it. 
you don't have to put your face you don't have to put your voice on it. And with the AI thing nowadays, bro, you can make your voice anybody else's voice. So it's like my favorite YouTube channel right now though is Alux. Alux is one of my favorite YouTube channels because it be like videos talk about like five five habits rich people have that broke people don't. I like watching content like that. I like watching content where it'd be like um ten things you need to know when trying to make money or ten things you need to know to be better in life. Them are the type of videos I be watching middle of the night trying to adjust my life. You feel me? Because I mean you only can get better like every day by learning new stuff. And that YouTube channel, I, it sounds like it has an AI type voice on there. If if it's a real person, her her voice is crazy, but it's like those videos, hundreds of thousands of views, some of them even millions of views. And you don't even know who that person is. But like the content is so good that you get locked into it. It's just crazy how we like where we at in today's YouTube game. Like question. How many other yeah. YouTube channels do you got without your name on it that people probably wouldn't even know that was yours? Three. Booming? Uh booming. I ain't gonna say they booming, but Two of them I just made, like two of them I literally just made, and then one of them is like it's do it's bringing in something, but like it ain't nothing crazy. I'm gonna say that because like some of the biggest advices I always have with people, I always create content that have legs. And what that mean is, with with us 2K content creators, we create content that's only relevant for maybe like a week or two. Facts. Like with the Victor Wembanyama, like yeah, he got hype. Because of the draft, you know, the little draft thing. And it's gonna calm down until like the actual draft come back up. But you create a video like what you what you did in 2K17 with the tutorials. That's content that's considered content with legs because somebody's always gonna go on YouTube and search up how to this is this and this. You make content that got legs that can still eat six months later, a year later, you're always gonna have some type of revenue coming in. Now, I'm not saying it's not cool to have content. That's only relevant for, for the moment because that's how you get some of your biggest subscriber jump is making content that's relevant for this moment. Like uh, freaking a Jokic build. Like Jokic going so crazy in the playoffs, like making a Jokic build go probably get your biggest following if if you make part content type stuff. Like or if you was the person to upload 2K24 early content, like you get a lot of subscribers off of that because it's so relevant. But like yeah, I always try to find a balance when you have content with legs and content that's just popular. All right, I got I got um uh, um a more personal question. All right, yeah. So with with social media and YouTube, right? Like this should be up and down. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And I seen as of recently bro i've been seeing like youtubers man they go homeless you know they deal with all type of mental illnesses and whatnot how do you how do you how do you keep that separate you know regardless of what the numbers look like um how do you keep going bro the number one thing the number one advice i have for anybody i don't care if you up today i don't care if you was up last week never live beyond your means Remember when I just said, like, my house caught on fire. Mm-hmm. When my house caught on fire, we moved back into our old house. Because my mama, she owned two houses. We moved back to our old house for a little minute. And at that moment, I was sitting back thinking, like, damn, like, YouTube ain't really doing nothing for me. I'm in college doing online classes, and I'm working. Like, 
I'm in my twenties, like, bro, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. So what I did, I packed my bags up. I stayed with my stayed with my aunt for like a month. Try to find me an apartment because I just wanted my own space at that point. Like, I ain't want to feel. I ain't. I ain't want to feel like. Like I'm just wasting time, like wasting time, just being at home type stuff. Like, cause I'm the type, like I said, I never want nobody help for real. So I didn't even want my mama help. So what I did move with my aunt for like a month. I sold all my equipment. All I, all I kept was my iMac. I sold my my uh, computer, my laptop to go to school with or whatever. Got my own apartment. Mind you, I said my rent was four seventy five. Guess how much my rent is today? Sheesh, ain't no telling, boy. You getting a bag? I'm running on a thousand dollars, bro. I touched so much bread and I still never changed my lifestyle because I don't need to. And that's one reason why you go on my Instagram, you go on my Twitter, you don't see my cars, you don't see me bragging or none of that. Because when I walk outside, walk outside these doors, YouTube don't mean nothing to me. I mean, it means something to me, but like I don't act like it exists. Because once you start posting your cars and the clothes you got, the jewelry, now you got to. Now you're doing a comparison thing. Now you're posting your highlights. Now you got to keep up this image. I got to keep my image up for nobody. I can wake up and buy anything I want today. People would never know what I do and do for a living or what I did. Like, that's why I can, I can take a month off of YouTube and still be financially okay. Because I never lived beyond my means. I never had a crazy amount of rent. I never bought the craziest cars. I never. I mean, my car, my my car used to be crazy before I traded in. But it, nah, it's just it's. I don't what, know. What, what was it? What was it? Oh, I mean, I mean, it wasn't a crazy car. It's just what I did to it. Like, oh, okay. In twenty in twenty seventeen, I bought me a twenty seventeen Impala. Put it on twenty fours. No twenty twos. The charger was on twenty fours. The Impala was on twenty twos. I had the red interior, had the all white with the black rims. Cause it, I, it was like everything at that time, I was big on Scarface. So everything had to be white and black with a splash of red. So the car was Scarface and the charger was all black with the all gray with the uh, black rally stripes on 24s. The thing is, I ne- you go on my timeline, you would never see me post none of that stuff because it's, it's irrelevant, bro. I, my Twitter is for 2K and Madden when I posted, like, I don't brag. I don't want. I'll be one to inspire people. That's why I start doing like the um the quotes at the beginning of my videos. Cause I want to inspire people and put knowledge in people's head. Like, cause honestly, that material stuff means nothing. I went through three phases through through YouTube, and now I'm strictly on business. Like, I went through my shoe phase where I was buying soap bread. Once I said in 2016, I spent 10k on shoes alone that summer. I bought every single pair of Jordans I ever wanted as a kid. That's like resale value. Like it was bad. My shoe collection got up to like 70 pairs of shoes by 2020. And I'm going to be honest. I was watching a podcast with my boy Chase Money. And he was like, yeah, I remember when I was younger, I was buying all these shoes. And I felt dumb because I got all these shoes at the, uh, I got all these shoes at the, at the bus stop. I didn't have no car. And I was like, Damn. I can't be I can't be that guy with all these shoes at the bus stop, even though I never needed a ride nowhere. That's when I got my car and I went through a car phase like every six months. I wanted another car every six because all my cars was new. and I never ran up mileage because everything I ever needed was literally in a one mile radius. I lived across the street from a mall, every restaurant, anything I needed. I can literally walk there, but I decided to hop in the car and drive there. So all my cars had low mileage. 
and yeah, like I just never lit. That's all. All to say is, don't live beyond your means. Like, yes, it's it's great to live, have new experiences, get what you always wanted, but do not live beyond your means. Because I want to live in a penthouse so bad, so bad. I want that that city view when I walk to towards the window, but <laughs> that costs way too much, bro. Not gonna hold you. That's like a eighty thousand dollars a year type lifestyle. Nah, facts. I do want the penthouse where I could just sit and just record trash mixtapes, looking out over the city. Bumped on bitches myself. Like, okay, you say you still paying rent, dude. Like, uh, do you ever plan on like buying a house or getting something like for yourself? All right, well, yeah, like with that, I've been working on um, cause another part of my background is I, I repair homes. Like, I learned how to repair homes in high school. That was the cause my high school. You had three. We had four options: money management health which is like the nursing and stuff uh advanced technology you know i'm a very technology like tech savvy guy i chose the building side and in high school we pretty much was like building like sheds you know like the little sheds that be in the backyards with that hold all the little right yeah like yeah we, had, we was building tool sheds with stuff like that and we was allowed to sell them so when we sell them, we get like a little cut from it because the school gotta get a cut for using their materials but we was getting a cut from making it and like before I graduated, like we went down to New Orleans and repaired the uh, Hurricane Katrina homes, like just vo- like volunteering, doing it for free. And from that point on, like I was really hands on construction. Like to this day, like I'm real nice with construction. I like when I watch TV, like I watch home improvement TV shows outside of power and stuff. I watch home improvement shows. And like what I'm getting to now is trying to get like homes that's probably like 10, 15, 20,000. Buy them, repair them, flip them, or just rent them out. Like basically, the real estate game. Like I know it. I also want to get into the Toro game too. The Toro game so easy. You just gotta have a car. Like just get a get a car, post it, boom. I'm gonna tell you something that I want to get into. I know this off topic, bro, but I wanna I want a fucking trailer park. All right. Oh my god, bro. I swear to God. See, this is what I'll be talking about. This is what I'm talking about, bro. This is what I'm talking This, You know what? One day, hopefully one day we get into business with each other, bro. Because I literally, I swear to God, on everything I love, bro. I was just talking to my mom about this. Bro, they slipped on, bro. I'll be on Zillow, right? I'll be seeing lots for like $8,000. I'm looking like, hey, why would somebody spend $8,000 on a lot? But it makes sense. And I'll be looking at the mobile homes. Not not the ones that like necessarily trailers, mm-hmm. but like the homes that get built in a factory and then you know you can get the people to drop them off. Yep. Them one cost like 35, 40. You put two of them on one lot, double your profit just like that. You get a big enough lot for like twenty thousand, you probably put eight of them on there. Charge like a like in my area, you charge like nine hundred to thirteen. Well, actually rent be going up, so you charge like thirteen hundred off the rip for each freaking mobile home. This you got six. Bro, bro, you, <laughs> you can grab pocket them like shit. seven. You got them shits around here. Them handyman specials, five, six racks a piece, bro. Man. If you in the construction, you go in there, redo that bitch, bro. $1,000 a month, bro. That's what I'm saying, like Seven bro. of them hoes. It's so much bread out here. Like, that's why me, man. We go right. 
Got equipped. That's why like, it's it's so much money, and that's the problem too. Where where I have a problem at, I get so distracted because there's so many lanes of money you can make. I get conflicted because then I'm like, damn. All right, tomorrow I'm start doing this, but then I wake up tomorrow, I gotta worry about a YouTube video. Come on and stay consistent. Then it's like when I'm done, I'm like that. Kind of want to take a break, but now I need to start working on this project if I want that to start working. Like by you saying what, that, like, so when is when is it time to like take a break or? Go off into another adventure and start working on your other plans. I mean, me, like over the past couple years, like I used to have a terrible sleeping schedule. Why I used to go to bed at seven a.m., get back up at twelve, and that I'd be up for the rest of the day. Sleeping schedule is very important if you want to be successful. I, I, you got to be an early bird. You have to be an early bird. You have to get up early, knock out your your main. Your main source of income, which is for me, I could say YouTube, knock out those videos, and then for the rest of the day, start working a couple hours on whatever I want to do. But you also got to have a plan on how you want to execute those other lanes, though. You can't just go go into something and not do your research. Research is very important. Like, nah, I'm glad you said that because a lot of people do just... You know, they rush and do something, and then that's when you start bumping your head. You start taking money ills, and you be trying to figure out, okay, it's working for everybody else. What am I missing? It's the research side of things. I don't even, I purposely don't even look into what nobody else really doing too much. Like, if I already genuinely mess with you as a content creator or whatever, I might know what you, like something of what you're doing, but like, I'm not too deep into it because I don't know what you do once the camera's cut off or whatever. Like, but I definitely be influenced, and that's why I go back when I said Kevin Edwards is one of my favorite YouTube content creators of ever because I watched those days when he did skits. I watched those days when he went broke and went homeless. My man was sleeping on his mama's floor, making three hundred dollars, like three hundred dollars a week at a gym. That same year, he kind of like adjusted with his content. My man had a Lamborghini that same year. Now he's now he got a Bugatti. I ain't, he was like the first YouTuber I ever ever seen get a Bugatti. Yeah, he went crazy. He went his his turnaround like, was crazy, bro. Like that's my favorite YouTuber of all time. Him and Cash Nasty, bro, doing my top two of all time. Because it, it, the one thing too, because everything is documented, so it's like they can't you can't say oh somebody was given this opportunity this and that. Like yeah, his parents may have money, but they never gave him a handout. Like he grinded that from the bottom, like. And it's all about how bad you want something. I talk to my boy Berg all the time. We talk about money, like during the pandemic, sending me screenshots of crazy numbers, like crazy numbers, money I never touched, bro. All because he instilled me to be very frugal, never live to be, never live beyond your means. My boy Berg and my mama gave me that advice for years, but it took me a long time to actually apply it to my life because I was like. I'm getting my own money now. Like, I ain't listening to nobody. I'm going to do what I want. Man, I'm going to say this. My mama's house is paid for. And she work at the hospital. My mama said she's going to give herself $75 a check to spend on whatever. And the rest of it get put up. And I ain't never heard nothing that crazy. I spent $75 on a FanDuel ticket a day. <laughs> like she said, seventy five dollars a check. I'm looking like, what do you save your money up for? And it's just, it just, 
I get it though. Like saving money so the money can save you when needed. I know that now. I got one more question. Yeah. So um, I've been following you on Twitter a long time, bro. So I'm pretty much in tune with a lot of uh, a lot of the things that you tweet or whatnot. And Juice World, you was the first person that I ever seen mention Juice World name, bro. Like. I don't even think he was popping at the time, bro. What did your your passion for like the underground music and shit come in, bro? Cause I I know you being you be in tune with it with the music scene and whatnot. Where did that come from? I mean, when it comes to music, it's just cause me I kind of like listen to the same people, but all it takes is one feature for me to check out your content. And I came across one of his features and I messed that song like real heavy, and it's kind of crazy cause. I never really listened to his whole catalog like that. I just kind of stuck to what I knew. Just early on or just over time? Just over time. Like, because, like, even to this day, like, if I hop in a car, like, I'm probably putting on some old Wayne or some old Gucci and Jeezy. Like, nowadays music don't really stick with me like that because the substance ain't there or everybody sound like everybody. So once I hear something different and I like it, I'm a I'm a rock out with it, it until the wheels fall off. Like, who's yeah. one of your favorite artists right now that you listen to? Like, how how far back did they come out? It don't even matter. It could be a new artist, a newest artist, or an old artist. Like, who who you picking over? You know who who would you put in your radio if you only had one song or one artist to play right now? I mean, all the time I'm going mixtape Weezy. Like, mixtape Wayne is the best rapper of all time, but. I rock, I mean, for a long time too, I rock out with old Kevin Gates. Like that 2012 to like 2018 Kevin Gates to me go crazy. That raspy, got a loogie in the throat, Kevin Gates? Yes, bro. That, <laughs> that to me, is, that, you go to my, matter of fact, you go to my old 2K13 video. One of my very first My Career videos, it's Kevin Gates on the intro. Nah, facts. <laughs> my very first, my, my first video on YouTube ever, like that nigga playing in the background. That right. old Gates, yeah. <laughs> Like that shit go crazy. Uh that's it for me, man. Uh, anything else you got? Uh, other than the fact that the Lakers, them bitches, about to get swept. LeBron about to take his washed up ass home. I really enjoyed this interview, Juice man. Real talk. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell man, like I I mess with the music and shit. I'm more so of a DJ, but like gaming, I always been part of my life. Like like I was telling him, I brought up two K uh two K five. When we interviewed Spade, like I was playing 2K all the way up until five, and then you know every other year, yeah, because I was a more outside kid doing doing some little hoodlum shit. But <laughs> but the 2K mm-hmm. was definitely like my go to, my go to 2K five one of one of my favorites. I ain't gonna lie, facts. Like that caught my attention for real out of all the 2Ks. Like yeah, it did. And I like I tell him all the time, like. I wish I knew this stuff was going on because nothing really came to mind as like be looking up like certain videos and shit. Like, like I told them, like my my gaming era, my real serious gaming era was around the time like you had like Soldier Boy and Bow Wow going back and forth. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you feel me? Like that's when I was heavy on Call of Duty, Call of Duty Water War and shit like that. And um, that's what I was doing. But at that time, I had my hands and everything because I always been on computers. I've been on computers since I was six years old. Um, I'm 30 now. You feel me? So, like, I was having my hands into all type of little technical stuff. I had homeboys and 
you know, dudes younger than me, they was building the uh those Twitter follow for follow sites back then. You feel me? Making yeah. thirty, fifty thousand in a in a day just because everybody wanted more followers. You feel me? So, like, I just I couldn't stay focused on just the game, and I wish I could have because I would have tapped into YouTube and I'd have been up off that. But life happened, took a different route, and I ended up messing with the music and you know getting into the mix stage real heavy and, and and you know being innovative in my area and my state for that. Bro, I say everybody got a different path. Like it, I always tell people, like, bro, whatever your passion is, just find a way to monetize it, bro. Like, I love yeah. music. Like, if I showed you my 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 music library, people like, God damn, I'm like, yeah, like, I really <laughs> love music. Like, but nah, this is what made us start the podcast. This is why it's called Rap Games because you know, like, I do the I more so follow the the music route and bro follow the gaming route and content creating route. You feel me? And it go it go hand in hand. Like I would tell him, like I don't know no no you know person that plays sports that don't like video games and vice versa. Nah, now you got fact. you know AD and them playing RP and they didn't got LeBron James playing it and you know everybody else that's you know football players that got RP servers and playing you know they they always like to play two K and play as they sales and stuff like that. So everybody kind of heavily involved with it. That's why I didn't get into uh right before we go, like how often do you, you know, you go live on Twitch or anything? I mean, I only go live on Twitch like this past year only because like the 2K park scene is usually what I usually stream. Or I I play like uh Madden or whatever, but like this this year those most to me wasn't good enough to stream, so I just left it alone. But as far as content creating, I play 2K like three days out of the week. And I always have been like that. I never play 2k more than i need to play because i'm gonna burn myself out you burn yourself out you don't upload you losing money facts 17 i think i burned myself out on 2k i never i could never do that like if you ever tweet my boy shine like my boy shine <laughs> he always like bro y'all always get on the game late like i'm accustomed to getting on the game after 5 p.m so anytime before that i'm not touching my ps5 i could be in front of my ps5 for six hours i would not touch until after 5 p.m and when I finally touch it, that's when it's time for me to grind my content or stream or whatever. After that, boom. Then, like, let's say if I play 2K Monday through Thursday, then the weekend I'm just chilling, bro. I might play something else. Like, I might go play God of War or Last of Us or something like that. I'm not going to play 2K every day because I'm going to mentally burn myself out. So, regardless, you know, you game it, whether it's 2K or not. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'll probably game, like, every day, but I'm not going to touch the same games every day. For sure, yeah. I think that's why that's when I played the most. Like when I when I had other options to play other than just narrowing it down to like I'm just playing 2K or I'm just playing Call of Duty. Like I noticed, like when I take a break from a game, like I even come back still accurate, um, yeah. and even more focused to play it because it's like it's a hunger to play it at this point because I done starved myself out. Yep, you gotta get you gotta get your, yourself time to miss something like or yeah yeah you pretty much gotta get your time to miss those moments or doing this and that like if your brain is on playing two K twelve hours a day I understand you trying to make it a two K league yeah you gotta grind you make sure your skills are sharp but like for me where I'm not the best person on two K I'm not ever trying to be the best person on two K where my content kind of like story based or just a my career video like bro I don't have to play this game every day. And I got my whole week worth of videos in four hours. Play four games, I'm done. At that point, I just got to sit back and edit those four videos. 
No, nah, facts. You yeah. can definitely burn yourself out, bro. Like like I was saying, 17, I feel like that's what happened. Like, looking back at it now, because I spent so much time on that game. Like, I had Man. the game, like, weeks before it had even came out. So, yep. I'm I, on that we shit. We both did. <laughs> non-stop, bro. Like, literally non-stop. I'm sending Red City videos back-to-back. We trying to figure shit out. And by the time the game came out, I already had Buku videos already uploaded. And... Shit, I kept it up probably like, I might say what, probably two months, three months at the most. And then, bro, I just I would just completely burn out on 2K. By the time January rolled around, I wasn't playing 2K at all. I'm and that was my like, biggest year on YouTube playing that game. But I was just like, bro, I'm over it. Like, now, nah, bro, I, I go spans. Like, I might play 2K, like, heavy for like a week, and then I go like two months without touching it at all. I just trying to tell people like that burnout something crazy like, and it ain't just cause like it's just the game alone. It's just life in general. Like when you got so much to worry about, like you gotta prioritize your time. And sometimes being on that game all the time ain't it. <laughs> it's not it. But yeah, other than that, hey Juice, let to all our listeners out there, let everybody know where they can find you at, bro. You can find me on YouTube. Just type in Juice Man. You can find me on Twitter, Juice Man Three X. And yeah, man. I just be chilling, laid back, cool guy, live life on respect, simple. Really appreciate the gems you came through and dropped on us today. You really hit us with some game, like a lot of game, bro. So I really appreciate that because you ain't had to share that info with us. Yes, sir. Nah, for sure that you got me over here in my in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gonna lie, you got my, my juices flowing in my brain. So I definitely appreciate that. Hey, this uh, Rap Games episode 6, DJ Young Shun, and I got my brother. Yeah, man, man, grind the fuck hard. And we out with Juice Man. Yeetie.